I'm Jay Percy and, and welcome, welcome to the, the Afro Animist Podcast. We are two Abia women and animist conjurers exploring witchcraft, healing and psychedelics. The Afro Animist Podcast explores the secular through the spiritual, discussing life experiences through a sacred lens. Here you'll get to hear talk about philosophy, metaphysics, occultism, shamanism, culture, healing, nature, animism, the arts, conspiracies, psychedelics and witchcraft. Nothing is off the table in these discussions which aim to get to the heart of what it means to be spiritual and Afro-diasporic in an increasingly sterile, authoritarian and Eurocentric world. As Afro-Caribbean millennial Londoners, we keep it real whilst exploring the biggest mysteries of our multiverse. Join us in holding this space to cry, laugh, debate, build community and tear down oppressive structures. goes. Hi and welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Afro Animus podcast. Do that again. Do that again. <laughs> The whole the face yeah line. with the music. <laughs> Hi and welcome to the Afro Animist podcast, and you are here today on our first filmed episode with me, Jay Percy, the artist, and me, Nicola. So excited to be here today again. Uh, <laughs> very excited to be here today um i i hope this does go out as a video i hope it actually like records and saves properly Me too <laughs> so this whole beginning section <laughs> actually makes sense in context and if it doesn't we apologize to you in advance you still have us here with our voices yeah just have like <laughs> a bit of like understand we're millennials we're very good at technology but sometimes technology is difficult like your video right now is sometimes technology is not good it's with not us. good with us yeah okay okay what are yeah. we talking about today because we've just come straight in with the opposite <laughs> of what we should have said about that <laughs> <laughs> well um today uh, we've got an episode which we think will be titled Manifestation, Be Careful What You Wish For. We we had a bit of a chat yesterday in our planning session as to what we actually wanted to talk about today, which we're like, we have like a whole list of episodes and funnily enough, this one um, wasn't one from the list, it just got put on because we both have something to say about it. And we wanted to talk about money manifestation to begin with. Um, and then Nicola kindly pointed out to the both of us <laughs> that are we the best qualified people at this point in time to talk about money manifestation. Um, I have manif- manifested money in the past and it's been like, it's been pertaining to opportunities or amounts around the sort of 1500 mark, perhaps a specific job. But maybe we don't feel so confident because we're not necessarily where we're aiming to be. (laughs) And I I don't think we're aiming to be rich so we can buy a gold yacht. It's more like comfort (laughs) and be able to... I wouldn't necessarily say no. (laughs) If someone wanted to give me a gold yacht and the money to run it, I don't think I'd say no. But (laughs) it's not necessarily on my list right now. (laughs) (laughs) I did look up um, if there are solar yachts 
and there are so suddenly um that sort of eco luxury can maybe be in my scope i know maybe solar panels aren't the best even what is good energy i think we're going wait no but here. hang on we're no 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 but i need to understand about this so you're telling me solar panels aren't aren't good oh no apparently in about 25 they've got like a 25 year life cycle it might be longer okay. i don't know but basically when they're done they go to landfill and we don't quite yet have the methodology Shots. to getting rid of oh. Mm. so at the moment we're creating like <laughs> we've got like a solution to oil but it's not really a long-term solution because in, in about you know 100 years the, the world is going to be now littered with solar panels made from lithium um that were mined by congolese children oh so, my god i need a break already <laughs> it's an earth fun <laughs> it's like every day is something else i said this to jay before we started i was like every day it's like you're just unpicking like another facet of society that doesn't make any fucking sense i genuinely thought in what way am i contributing to fucking the world (laughs) basically (laughs) i literally wanted to buy myself one of those like um they're like these solar paneled it's like a almost you stick it on the window and it's a plug so you can plug straight into that and i was like oh that'll be a great idea now i'm having now i'm thinking i don't know what do i what do I do? No, you're cruel. You're terrible. You might as well be pouring oil down a whale's throat. You horrible, horrible human. My boyfriend <laughs> has this obsession with like when we own like our amazing plot of land in our house. Um, he wants to like put I don't know gyros and stuff in the toilet and things like that. So every time you flush it, it creates yeah. your energy. I don't know. He probably wants me to have a treadmill that I'm running on to make dinner. Like you watch TV, like hamster. And to be honest, I'm starting to think maybe they are the best options (laughs) at this point. Yeah, kinetic energy. It'd spare you a gym membership. Every time you watch TV, you'd get the urge to move. Eventually, you'll be like just programmed to be a moving, creating machine. Was that whole episode of like Rick and Morty when they're they're standing on the like switches? Oh my gosh! They're like, no, no, it's not, it's not slavery, Morty. They, they make energy and pay each other yeah what (laughs) slavery with extra steps what (laughs) slavery with extra steps (laughs) oh that whole rick and morty episode anyway we are definitely going on a tangent we're talking about manifestation today and predominantly be careful what you wish for Mm -hmm. i think i have a couple of things to say about money that i have manifested but um or situations that i've manifested I do have I do have a few of those, but I also have like really raw example, like more and recent examples of like be careful what you wish for because it might just come true and it doesn't necessarily take the route that you would like it to come because you've not been specific enough in your manifestation. And uh, what even is manifestation, Nicola? Oh, <laughs> um manifestation is uh pulling into your life or reattuning to the frequencies of the things that you desire or want um i don't know if that's the best explanation it sounded quite technical um i think i i like like that that i think it's really important to understand like in what you're saying for example be careful what you wish for because manifestation isn't like the way that we, I started learning about manifestation was like, you know, the secret 15 years ago, whatever, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and 
I think it's really important to understand that actually manifestation isn't just something you sit there and go, okay, I'm going to manifest this thing. You are constantly manifesting, constantly. So whatever, mm. um, you know, so this is why it's really important to be, start to develop an awareness of what your kind of internal voice is saying to you all the time. Like I have a massive issue with that. Um, I know that the majority of yeah. the time I'm most likely manifesting situations that aren't the best you know like I can walk down the street and have like I was saying to Jay I was having yesterday (laughs) she sent me off with some homework to do I never did the homework but what I did do was have an epic debate with myself in my head you know and it's just like (laughs) what are you manifesting if you've just spent like 45 minutes arguing with yourself (laughs) Um, (laughs) kind of thing I don't know yeah, uh, yeah, I, I know. I know what you mean. It's that that inner dilemma that you're focusing on instead of the bringing forth to light this thing that you want to create. But um, I guess, yeah, isn't this all a part of like toxic positivity, saying that you're the one constantly manifesting the situation? Well, this is um, this is the tangle that you can tangle yourself up in, isn't it? um and it possibly (laughs) leads on to like a whole other episode um I think this is you know this is something that I'm still working on if I'm honest like I'm not sitting here today going hey guys Mm. let's get become super master manifestors I mean I would love it if we all could do that and we all have potential but it is fucking hard and there's these different aspects of things that you have to realize about it like at the moment there is this whole culture of you know we're so spiritual and we're so deep and everything that's possibly happened or could happen to us like we have made that choice and it's in our soul contract and we are here and if your life isn't what you want then it's because you're thinking the wrong thing and you know all you have to do really is just like think positive Eating the wrong thing and you're like come the fuck on like is that <laughs> that's our toxic positivity it's you know the reality yeah, i think we should do a whole episode on that in itself i'll just yes <laughs> but like I think it's really important to kind of break this down because like I'm saying even for me mm. I struggle with with that quite a bit even something you said to me yesterday where I was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa don't put the fault on yourself Jay and then you came back with this beautiful explanation of mm. what that actually was for you it wasn't that you're placing fault but there was an aspect mm. where you were taking responsibility and I think that's what mm. it's about it's it's very easy especially with our limited English language shall we say to kind of go okay well that means if you don't have what you want right now, that means that it's your fault. You could have what you want and you're not thinking the right yeah. way so you don't have what you want. Um, and it isn't black and white like that. It just is not. Um, no. And I think it's very important you said the word fault and pointed mm. out that English language is limited. There are so many feelings. There are so many... There are other cultures who have like 50, 60 words for snow. And if, if you think about what each culture is going to put emphasis on because they have in their, their you know... Co- uh, public psyche or individual psyche Mm -hmm. um that's going to manifest the language and the english language isn't very good for explaining magic it isn't very good for explaining manifest um it's very good for placing bits together to get whole sentences or paragraphs that more directly dig down into the detail of what you're trying to say but there are no like individual words like what can we replace fault with there isn't anything I can think of Mm -hmm. right now we can replace fault with so we say oh well you know you shouldn't be saying it's your fault um maybe 
maybe expressing that you've had involvement in this in some way, emotionally, subconsciously, pre-consciously. Maybe that's a better way to put it, but it isn't that one word. It's like a whole collection exactly. of words to explain. Exactly. And um, we will definitely talk about toxic positivity um, on a whole episode because I do feel like it. we could just do this whole session on that and explaining how it works, how it doesn't work. Um, is it beneficial? Is it not? Like, I feel like that could suck up so much time. But in terms of like manifesting and you saying this is something we're constantly doing, I do agree with you. Um, when you make the cognizant choice to interact with the world in a specific way um, and you're like high and happy in your feelings versus low and depressed in your feelings, I've I've been on both sides. Mm. I've been on extremes of both sides. And there is a difference. There is a marked difference. Um, and I, I, I do feel like what I have manifested in the past has been through, it's either been, at the time I was feeling, and I think the emotions are important to sort of say what I was feeling while I was able to manifest successfully. I was feeling like hopeful. No, maybe hopeful for the wrong word. Like I knew it was going to happen. I could see the thing. Do you know, mm-hmm. like it was as real as you are in front of me on the computer screen right now. It was, um, it was that real. It was that visceral. Um, and, or it was almost like, it, it wasn't quite like an arrogance. It wasn't nearly as far as arrogance, but it was definitely like a confidence, like an overconfidence. Like, oh, I know this thing is going to happen. Like, I, like, pretty much, I just feel, I just feel this is something that I've, maybe like a sense of deja vu if mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. like yeah i've done i've lived that i i know i've lived that which means i'm gonna live that i i know how to insert myself energetically into that space is that making sense that makes a lot of sense and i think actually there's there's a way i would describe that with one word which yeah. wouldn't yeah. <laughs> necessarily work for people but with, with that explanation like i would call that faith like real true faith like when you're sitting I'm not talking about you know your faith in Jesus but it's the same thing (laughs) do you know what I mean that feeling of undoubted like for sure that thing is real there's no question or doubt about it that's just the reality Mm. of the thing um and that is key obviously we know with manifestation that being able to sit in that feeling of it actually being a reality in your life when it's not a reality or as I like to call it fake it till you make mm-hmm. it um <laughs> so we I mean do you have all these things in life that give you these clues like you know from I was little and obviously I'm in the art so there's a lot of that going around like fake it till you make it act like you're what you want to be before mm-hmm. you're you know t- 20 mm-hmm. years before you're even there um so it's interesting we have all of these things around that actually do tell us what to do um yeah. But yeah, I love that. That is, I love that explanation. Yeah. What can you? I think, I think it's interesting you bring up your acting actually oh, yeah. for the arts, because I I always like this idea of like actors going method, but then you've seen where it's like culminated in, especially where actors go method on characters that are particularly depressed or depressives, and then the next thing you hear is like this actor has unfortunately taken their mm-hmm. own life how how much does a source essentially embodying an archetype actually affect the soul to that level where you manifest like the 
the visceral reality of what would have happened for this character at some point. That's always been really chilling to me. Oh, I totally, totally hear that. And like, you know, it's <clears throat> it's one of those un- interesting things about the art forms. I think if you're an artist and a creative, um, being able to tell those stories and tap into those places, tell them in a real way. And obviously we do have these techniques in, in acting where you're going to go full method. And um, yeah. and the, the things that actors do to prepare for those things, is it is literally like you need to step into someone else's shoes. We used to have exercises like that at school where mm. you imagine your character and then you literally start walking in their shoes. It's like a kind of physical exercise. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, one thing that I would say about that is because I started training as an actress from 14 I have always kind of had this feeling that that wasn't the healthiest thing for me to do and it's fine for some people but for me personally I don't think it was the healthiest thing to do actually for probably most young people because at that time in life is when you're finding yourself you know when you're starting to decide what kind of human you want to be what kind of adult you want to be and for me I found that playing all these different characters and having lots of stuff going on in my life, so maybe actually kind of running away into that place of storytelling, mm. um, I think wasn't, yeah, the most mentally healthy thing for me to do. And it meant that when I was in my 20s, I felt like I had to go on a completely different journey. Um, mm. I have seen people, you know, I'm like 16 years old in school, um, having tapped into a character where you know whatever dramas happened and to be honest like when you're learning acting it's all like tragedy like it's all like the darkest stuff yeah so yeah like the 16 year old doing a play and then you know they've got to a really dark place and the play did an amazing job and then Mm. two hours later they're still crying um yeah and it is very difficult it can be very difficult to separate yourself but then I also they're literally manifesting that archetype within themselves and I found in my career um I you know, I, that definitely there were there were many times when that felt really bad for me to do. So a lot of the roles I got when mm. I was younger were like, they weren't roles that, I don't feel like I've ever played a character that is a thousand percent of the character I would want to play. Like they've always kind of like, you know, yeah. just that sounded kind of mixed race bitchy girl or like a fucking... <laughs> You know, or or some. <laughs> I know her yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went to went school, school with her. her exactly. I've met her a few times. I was yeah, her. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't tell anyone. Um, you know, and um, and and or like an abused woman and things like that, and things actually that have been quite mm. close to my experience in life. Now, when I've had to do those roles, it's been the hardest for me. And some of that, I think, is why mm. I had to step away from from doing it because there was a point in time when, you know, I'm just filming this. Uh, a short film where I'm a trafficked woman and I'd had really recently Mm. an experience of sexual assault before that but at the same time I was trying Mm. to look into my healing and um kind of separate myself from the dark places of of that um and so having to then go back into that and do it for a film it really fucked me up like it really did and it made Mm. me go okay well do you want your mind to be in these places? If these are the roles you're getting right now, obviously you're not manifesting anything fun. Like, <laughs> so do you want this to be <laughs> what you're you're doing? And I had to have regular breaks from from acting because of that. Mm. So I think it's really interesting that you you bring it up because yeah. I think there's probably I mean acting is quite a specific thing where you're being somebody else, but there's lots of 
reasons in life the way we would do that. If that makes sense. Yeah, I I think acting. No, I just think acting is a brilliant example of. I don't think people see, but it is a brilliant example of manifesting. Mm. Because essentially what you're doing, it's like, it's so animistic at its core. You're jumping into an archetype, you're jumping into a character, a, a spirit mm-hmm. that's not yours, that's not of your soul or not necessarily of your complete breadth and width of experience in your life. And it's what we do when we go talking to trees, right? We're, we're jumping into their psyche, we're jumping into that auric field. So that's that's why I would bring up acting. I I do, I do think it, it is one of those overlooked things in terms of spirituality, but it, if, if you look a lot of, um, if, if you're going back to like Cromanti play in the, in, in Jamaica, where they're sort of like, you know, having drums and this idea of like taking on spirits mm-hmm. or jumbies or things like that, that is... I don't want to say that is acting, like to disparage it, but I, I think there's similarities between how you tap into those like brainwaves. If that makes I sense, I totally agree. And um, I would just say that was channeling. And I've yeah, channeling, there you go. That's that the word would, I really you know, should. I've had that experience a lot, and I've met a lot of actors who that's what we believe we do. You know, if you're um, yeah. tapping into those spaces, um, you know, because a lot of time you'll get a character they're not based on like a real person or whatever but you're channeling into like you're Mm. saying an archetype or an aspect of of humanity or humanity's Mm. story um and so a lot of people feel that way and there's definitely there is a place that you hit now as a creative as an artist I'm sure you know like there's a moment when you're when you're in your art you're deep in the process it's like there's nothing else could come in you're fully within that you're like in the lane that frequency yeah. and you're channeling yeah. completely the art that you're doing you're not even thinking about the next brush stroke it's the same you know yeah. um oh, and yeah, totally. there are some you know the, the the actors who you know we could look out of our generation and think are phenomenal are cha- I, I i couldn't separate it from channeling they are channeling something important mm. to kind of show us um and it is mm. like a phenomenal skill I think storytelling is one of the most important all the arts all the arts I feel like are mm. um the places they're like the most ancient things do you know what I mean so music art, and yeah they're most ancient and they for me they teach us the most about manifestation 100%, yeah a lot of the time to do these things you have to show up repeatedly and practice the thing mm-hmm. right you don't Leonardo DiCaprio didn't just jump on screen be a great actor um it took practice it took showing up repeatedly constantly showing up having no fear like that's also another thing i think to that can bring you to a place where you you can be uh, a great manifester is being able to it's not like that you never have fear but it's that you can work with or you can work Mm -hmm. through that fear like that fear doesn't stop you what's the um it breaking down the initials of fear um, do you know what I'm talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> what does fear stand for? <laughs> I can't believe I've forgotten that. We have the Google yeah, to do this. Forget everything uh, and run. False Forget everything and run. False. False. No. <laughs> Forget everything and run. Okay. 
False evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. There we go. I fucking love that one. False evidence appearing real. Yeah. Just to think about fear like that. Yeah. I think it'd really help you. What are you afraid of? Yeah. I mean, don't don't let me bring that list out now. (laughs) No, we're doing that. So tell me, Jane. I mean, fear. fear, I was just going to say, like you've said about manifesting, like little chunks of money or certain situations. Like, can you give us an example of one of those times? I absolutely can. It takes me back to the age of fifteen. I. um, It's when I. (laughs) No, it's when I first started really getting involved in trying to understand what witchcraft was because I started to like you've all heard the story of my diary where I was experimenting and then it was the run-up to my birthday and I thought right um people go on about astrology let me look into this so I googled some stuff and sort of found out the week running up to that birthday on that particular year was a particular powerful time for manifesting money so to if I wanted to do so um as a witch now would be a time to be like doing my spells and manifesting and I did, I set together a really simple spell. It was something like salt, oil, olive oil, water. And I put a load of five pence coins in in sort of this, um, this jar with the water and the oil and the salt. And I just laid my hands over it and I sort of told it what was going to happen for the week and I had a candle there and I was sort of imagining what would happen for the week that money would just be coming in um so then on my birthday it was my 16th birthday I paid my played my first lottery numbers and I think I got something like 50 quid so I was like oh my god this is so great the manifesting is working um and um then I ended up going to like a club night and I won so bizarre i won like a whole case of like coca-colas just like a giant crate of them i didn't i've never drunk fizzy drinks so i like gave it away to someone and i won a bike and i gave that away to a friend and yeah it was a boy's bike i wasn't really keen on it so everyone was like you could have sold it i was like do you know what i just wanted to prove that the manifestation worked to myself that was enough of a win for me i kept the 50 quid obviously (laughs) so it was like my cup runneth over i'm going to give these to people who i think would appreciate these gifts or need these gifts and i did and i was really really chuffed with myself because i was like right so it's about setting my attention. It was about putting this combo of things together and it worked out and I was very happy. I'm so like proud of 16-year-old Jay. What a good person. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> like, I'll just go where my gifts are. Let's get this shit on eBay, bruv. <laughs> no, everyone did tell me how silly I was for giving away the spike, but I gave it to my friend Michael. Shout out, Michael. <laughs> Um, but no, I was I was happy to give away the bike. Um, really happy to. Um, and what else? Ah, yes. So I find this is really really strange. So I'd I'd been headhunted into a new job and I was really really struggling. It was just such long hours and it was horrible. And this was later. This was like I was twenty five. I think this is really when I started to getting get back into like manifesting again and I was saying mantras daily to help get me through 
the stress that was work. And I thought, well, why am I just manif- why am I just trying to get through the stress? Why am I not also manifesting a situation? Mm-hmm. And I asked myself, what do I actually want? And I said the role I wanted, and I kind of had a giggle to myself. I wanted a, a job in a mental health charity doing digital work because I work in tech. And because so, I want to understand more about her mental health, and this will be a good gateway into it. And also, I only want to work four days a week. And I had a great laugh to myself because I thought that's so specific, <laughs> like nothing's going to come up. So I did more of the manifesting. And then one day I just thought, do you know what? Search for that job. And I did. And um, one job came up. <laughs> I applied. I got a call back straight away. I was in interview Wednesday, um, called back for the second interview Friday, and by the next following Wednesday, I got the job. And it was specifically in mental health, in tech, four days a week. And I was so specific about what I wanted, and I got it within like a week of setting this goal up in my head. And it was the only job that came up on the whole internet. (laughs) It was in the location I wanted everything. And... Do you know what? It was really great that I got that. But well, be careful what you wish for came where, ironically, it wasn't the most mentally supportive environment I've ever been in in my life. It ripped me to shreds. I think this is when I probably first met you that I was still in this job. And it was absolutely driving me insane. Um, like, I, I just didn't really like the management. And, um, you know, it, it felt a bit cliquey in there. And they were serving a whole demographic of people that really didn't include, didn't include us, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it just got to a point where I was just like, oh, well, you manifested it, but next time you have to be so specific about what you want because you can't go dragging your mental health like this through the mud again. So on top of being intentional, I would say be very specific. Like if you're manifesting a house, make sure you say what type of neighbours you want to live next to. If if you're manifesting a car, manifest that it's going to be a good sturdy car that's in good nick for the next 10 years. Do you know, like say what, and and positively frame it. Don't say, oh, I want to manifest a car that doesn't break. Yes, exactly. The universe just heard manifest car break. That's what the universe does. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, um, be spe- intention, be specific, positive framing. Yeah. I hope that's un- enough examples for the time being. I probably do have a couple more. I think I'm being coy about my ability to manifest because right now I'm in the same position of you where I want some land so I can have some farmyard animals, rescued farmyard animals, and my cat can run around on the grassy patch and I can just feed myself my own healthy, fresh food. Oh my gosh. And I don't have to pay the government anything except for council tax. You know, that's what I'm manifesting. But that's a big ask, so that's probably why it's taking a bit it's of time. a little bit of time. But you know what, this is what I think about this stuff when I'm stepping out of my like, <laughs> where's yeah. it um, That what you're sometimes I think when you're you have that you've said I want this thing we've also heard that you've manifested enough competition winnings and all this (laughs) other stuff so you know it can work and there's that part of you that isn't maybe ready yet for the small holding do you know what I mean I'm not saying that you wouldn't be able to do it but I'm saying kind of like emotionally to go yeah I am the J 
who is ready to have that and do that and that be my thing like I feel like sometimes that can be a really frustrating aspect of manifestation because you feel like once you kind of know how to do it you should be able to hit everything you want but I do think there's another aspect of readiness like and I think that's really important the things that I've wanted that I haven't had fall on my lap when I feel like they should have I never would have been able to no at 20 for example say if like I did get the call from like Steven Spielberg (laughs) like Hey Nick. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think twenty year old Nikki could have actually dealt with that situation. You know? Yeah. And I think it's really important to kind of just understand that. And then there's an element where you can go, okay, so what do I need to do? So for me, for example, to get my small holding, there's one thing that I'm you know, that I think about quite a lot in regards to it, and I think, you know, am I right now in the place in my life where I want to be doing that? Like this year, do I want to have a for example if it landed on your lap tomorrow would you be like okay yeah sure I don't think I would I mean I would love to have a bit of land but where I'm at in my life right now I would want to be able to hire a gardener (laughs) kind of thing that's very that's very honest with yourself 100% and you have to be and that isn't that isn't how I feel all the time but in recent months it's been like yeah actually I kind of that isn't where my focus maybe needs to be but ultimately, that's still like one you of my. Need to goals. take care of yourself okay. before you take care of some exactly. Land. And my little pygmy yeah. goats. Oh, I can't I can't wait though because I really yeah. I want to get a pygmy goat. I want to get a miniature yeah. horse, and I want to get a giant bunny. And I just think that would be the most amazing little farmyard. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just the opposite of what it should be. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready, <laughs> universe. I, I, Let's do it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to coming to see this farm. I I do want miniature goats. I I, I plan to call them. Billy and Ramses. Oh, oh gosh, what am I going to call? Okay, I'm going to have to go off and think some really good name. <laughs> oh, that's almost like you know when you've got a friend and they're like, yeah, this is what I'm going to call my first kid, and you're like, for fuck's sake, oh, that's shit, what I, I should have said, said it first. <laughs> Dibs on Felicity, Persephone, Ambrose. Oh, for God's sake! All right, okay, okay, it's fine. That's you can fine. have you can have Dibs on Tarquin. I don't know if I'm allowed that name. Everyone I say that to <laughs> says like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> I love the name Tarquin, guys. Oh. Okay, this is a bit off subject, but like, I kind of want an opinion poll on this. I love the name Tarquin. Oh. I don't know if this is like some oh, throwback, oh. like. <laughs> okay, so we're asking you, dear listener, is Nikki allowed to call her firstborn? son Tarquin yes or no I think we're gonna have to replay this as a vote on Instagram (laughs) I think you should like because okay he would be cool it's Tarquin my partner right now his last name's Thomas so Tarquin Thomas is a sick I just think that's a sick name and then he sounds like a super villain oh (laughs) I did not mean that I did not mean that. I'm Literally, so sorry. How crushing Not that is. one person in my life says yes to this. <laughs> I don't understand. I, do you know what? I'm I'm going to support you out of pure love. No, babe, don't. You you love that no, name, Tarquin no, Thomas. Who friendship right. is saying? Do you want your child to go <laughs> through life with that name, <laughs> Nikki? Like, come on, this is your child. It's not about you. That's true friendship, Jay. Well, what are the men? <laughs> What are the middle names? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> no, but names, names. I, I don't think you should like be too hard about people, like what they want to name no, their kids. Definitely because not. Unless you're, 
like if you were to call your kid Pepsi, then I'd be like, okay, I have a question. Um, <laughs> okay, well that's not going to happen. Tarquin Pepsi Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about today? Manifestation. <laughs> oh, good. What have been some examples of you manifesting? Okay, so like you, I think I, in one way, I'm quite good at manifesting. But it's kind of, I think, mm-hmm. quite subconscious. And in another way, terrible. So, oh gosh, even saying these words now, I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this. I'm manifesting, terrible manifesting. Ah. Um, but like I said, because, because I suffer from depression and anxiety, like day to day can be really difficult. Mm-hmm. So being in charge of like, like I was saying that inner voice, that's maybe not talking to you mm. very nicely is difficult for me like and that I think is one of the mm. major places that I trip up um but the things I'm not good at manifesting money I'm just gonna be honest with that with you all right now like okay. if and again if anyone has some tips where they can actually just be like this is the fucking formula let me know <laughs> but I'm good at manifesting opportunities and situations mm. and people actually I think I'm very that's good at manifesting good. people um and I think, and I think as well, that is probably more because of what I think is important. So this is another thing. Mm. I definitely have a money wound if, in my family, but okay. I also think that there's a big element of me that doesn't think money is important. Like it's not the most important thing. I want to have money. <laughs> Let's not get that. Yeah. I want to have a beautifully comfortable life, but it isn't something that I can really put my thoughts on in that way. So I will manifest the thing mm. and I won't necessarily think about the money. So I'll be like, okay, me and Jay want to do a podcast. Oh, how are we going to get paid for that? Don't know. Anyway, let's do the podcast. I'll manifest, <laughs> you know, lots of my spiritual things yeah. in my life have been, have been manifested, I think. So like when I first started kind of going into spiritual community, I really wanted a female teacher. Like it was such a big deal. And that was like my main thing that I was like, female teacher, female teacher, female teacher. And I kind of traveled around and met all these kind of men who, if you listen to our cult episodes, you'll start to understand why I'm not into that. Um, and, <laughs> I, and I managed to manifest this woman who was literally just the most incredible woman, that uh, most incredible teacher, mm. most incredible support. She took me, she taught me so much and helped me grow so much. And I, that relationship was a thousand percent just manifested. I wanted a female, an older female to support me in my spiritual journey who could actually um, be quite motherly in, in the way that she is. And when I say motherly, I don't mean like, you know, like cooking me dinner or whatever. I mean, like, gives you that mm. kind of mother's love, which is like really supportive, but mm. also really fucking firm. And she's not going to let you just, she's not going to let me just stand there and cry. Yeah, spin your tires in the exactly she's yeah. gonna be like okay you can cry it out but fucking now go and do that action to, to change it um she was amazing yeah. and then lots of kind of um similar things like that where i've manifest teachers like emma are a beer mentor um oh, which obviously yes. then filters down to you like um with her we like we spoke about we've spoken about several times like me and jay were proper like knocking on that door like please let us in but before I even knew who she was, like I discovered the word Abia. You know, I just was yeah. trying to find out what this was, what this had meant. Um, and it was crazy. It was like the moment that I decided that I wanted to learn it, all of a sudden the fucking internet opened up. It just went, okay. And then Emma comes up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like one of those random things where she didn't have very many followers at the time. Um, 
And sometimes when you're on yeah. social media, that can define whether or not you think someone's a pro, <laughs> which let's just tell you straight yeah. up. It's, it's not reflective of whether or not they're actually good at their job. Um, but it was just like, there was yeah. no doubt. As soon as I saw her page, I was like, this is this is who I was l- looking for. This is literally who I have been looking for. And yeah. like I said to you before, I also, at the same time, was looking for a shamanic course, a Celtic shamanism course. Um, and mm. managed to just find that as well. And that was with somebody who I had been told about years and years ago, um, but yeah. for some reason had never come up when I'd done any of my Google searching or anything like that. And just this day that I was like, I'm doing the Abia, I'm gonna do Celtic shamanism at the same fucking time. She just appeared and it was like <laughs> perfect. Yeah. And she also is an amazing, she has a really great example of what you were talking about that when you need to be specific about your manifestation. And this is the most, I think, yeah. the most important thing. It also just supports your intentionality if you're really specific. So she has this beautiful little kind of semi-detached cottage with this gorgeous little land. And she's got like her, her lodge and all that kind of stuff on it. Um, when I spoke to her about it, I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. What a beautiful place. And she went, oh, well, yeah, I manifested this. I manifested this 20 years ago. But I tell you what I didn't do. I didn't make sure I had the right neighbours because she's on one side of her. <laughs> and it was so funny to her. Like, like on one side of her is like a pheasant. They raise pheasants for shooting. So you might be there sometimes oh. and you can hear them shooting the birds. Obviously for a shaman, that's like, we don't want that energy around. And I know. And then the people, obviously the house was semi-detached. The neighbours she used to have, she managed to manifest herself some better neighbours yeah. who are now like her best friends, but who she used to have just thought she was a fucking weirdo. Do you know what I mean? Banging drums and like yeah. talking to birds and stuff. So it was like, you know, and I've had that as well with the house that me and my partner used to live in. It was like our whole thing was about getting a house that was going to, you know, make money, which is what we have to kind of do as millennials, yeah. right? Um, and yeah. that was all we thought about. And we didn't think about really like what it was going to be like for us to live in that area or the kind of neighbours that we would have mm. and all that kind of stuff. And we didn't really like <laughs> living around because we were very different kind of people. Um, and it's all things yeah. like that. I think when you start to practice manif- manifestation, you start to realise how important it is, like you said, to be specific. The most important thing, I think, yeah. and present. Yeah, yeah, d- Definitely. Um, and I, def- I have a story on the back of like why it's important and specific as well. Now this one's very very recent. I have my my cat with me, um, and you know I, I've been working at home all through the lockdown pretty much, and it was just getting to a point where I was like, oh, I'm here by myself every single day. My partner works from like seven till seven every day, six days a week. It's like I need someone here to keep me company. I need a cat. I really need a cat oh but we're not allowed a cat where am I going to get a cat um how how, you know how am I going to get a cat when's the cat it was just cat 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 that was like my thought for like a couple of weeks solid and then I get a call from my mum saying that my childhood cat um fox fox she's she's sick she's very sick she's got some lumps on her and we took her to the vet and she had like a, a cancer scare and she was the sickest I've ever seen her. She's 15 years old, so I was just, like, in tears. My um, my auntie had passed away just, like, a week before. It was Actually, it was the same week. So the same week my auntie had passed away, and then my cat um, just got so, so sick. And I genuinely thought she was going to die because they were testing her. Nothing was coming back in her blood, in her pee, but they were convinced she had some cancer that needed a biopsy. And then they 
they did a biopsy on it and it's like there's no cancer so what are these lumps we don't know how how often do these people freaking know anything healthcare that was another episode <laughs> listen to the womb episode if you haven't already so i took her home and i sort of come to the conclusion that i'd manifested this sickness in the cat to bring her to me because my mum wasn't able to give her her medicines after we took her from the vet you know I needed to be there around the clock to give her medicine so I thought I'm going to bring her home and I I felt really guilty because I felt like I unintentionally manifested my cat into my house and she's much better now <laughs> she's so cheeky she's really naughty she gets me up at 6am every day without fail um and I, I absolutely love the fact that she's here Ooh. <laughs> She's a real sweetheart. <laughs> I don't think you manifested that. I think Foxy manifested that. She made some decisions. <laughs> she just grew those lumps. Just like, right, I need food around the clock. Mm-hmm. Only wet food now. She's only allowed wet food now. So any food around the clock, clock wet food. Um, treats whenever I want. Rubs whenever I want. I know where I'm going to go. <laughs> Look, if we can all manifest an end of life like Foxy's, we're going to be living nice. That's all I'm saying. Like... <laughs> I know she's really spoiled guys I I sort of look at her and I say to my partner like I honestly don't know how I'm going to deal with a toddler because I can't say no to a cat <laughs> I can't say no to a cat <laughs> oh I can't wait for this it's gonna be fun to watch that's all I'm saying oh no <laughs> but you no know, we spoke about this okay again guys listen to our animal communication episode um <laughs> yeah listen to because it. i yeah i i feel like foxy deserves everything that she's being given i don't think she's spoiled and i think i do think when you have kids you'll treat them much harsher than you've ever treated your cat i just feel like... <laughs> i want a balance i want like a firm loving energy but also like no we don't hit i will not allow you to hit mm-hmm. that is not going to happen and if you do it again <laughs> we're we're going to be discussing this again. <laughs> no, I don't know what's happen. <laughs> it's going to be a ride. That's what it's going to be a ride. It's going to be a fun, beautiful evolutionary ride. <laughs> gosh, let's not think too much about. You, I'm the same as you. I'm just like, oh my gosh, if this is how I treat JJ, my doggy, <laughs> the kid has no chance. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be one of those parents that gets like laughed at in Tesco because the kid's just like having a tantrum. And they're like, we don't do that in public. <laughs> I just I just want to do a shout out now for all those mums who are on the bus or who are in Tesco's and your three year old, five or ten year old is screaming their lungs out and just like going mental. It's cool. I just want to say I'm supporting you to just ignore the kid or do whatever you gotta do because that's what kids do. And I always feel really bad. I feel so bad whenever I'm out and then there's a toddler having a shit fit and their parent looks so embarrassed. And then you see, sometimes you see people judging them. I'm like, bruv, you need to not judge like that (laughs) at all. Like, because that is... What are you meant to do with a two-year-old? You can't hit a two-year-old. You should be hitting children. End of, like... (laughs) I think the best thing to do is just ignore them. I don't know. I'm not going to be allowed to have children, am I? I don't know. I'm just going to ignore them when they shout. (laughs) I think there's a whole Montessori episode that we're definitely going to have in future when episode 200 of the podcast comes. Yes. We're at that point in our lives. Definitely. I'm very interested in that stuff. 
Anyway, manifestation, yeah. guys. Manifesting, <laughs> manifesting most amazing babies who are going to be so well behaved when you do anything. <laughs> Much more well behaved than my cat. Oh, yeah. Much more well behaved than we ever were. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, my kids are going to come out oh, meditating dear. and floating. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, talking about their past, lives. About their past lives. I remember this. Like leading me life. to buried treasure, all that kind of shit. That's why they're being born. This is where I was buried with all of my jewels. <laughs> no one's ever found my body. Exactly. <laughs> that child is what I'm manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, if you came here for something serious, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> you're in the wrong place like severely in the wrong place but yeah this be careful what you wish for i wish for a cat i wasn't specific and then i ended up getting my cat sick i really i strongly believe i did that i strongly believe because i was already in that place because my auntie had died i i tend to suffer suffer with um seasonal affective disorder anyway so i'm very tend to be very depressed from about october november right through to about February it's like a whole chunk of my year where I'm constantly having to like put things in place so the depression doesn't set in um so I feel like I was already in that emotional place and it's just like yeah cat sick from a distance rapey illness and then but now she's with me and that's good because I I'm really glad that I get to spend hopefully the next fifteen years with her. She's fifteen. I don't know. My partner's cat lived to twenty one, so I'm hoping I'm hoping she reaches twenty one. Totally. She totally has that in her. I think with the way that you treat her with good health. With good health. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. With good, good health. health. Let's manifest specifically. Hundred percent. And I I don't know. I just I I just think um you you are such a <clears throat> excuse me a, a wonderful cat mummy. You're giving her everything oh, she needs, you. and I just I think that is yeah, gonna definitely mean that she is gonna be a super 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 <laughs> old cat. Like I know people yeah. who have cats yeah till like Lies. in their twenties as well. Yeah. But, oh Foxy, I want to come and see her. Yeah, you'll have to come round sometime. Um. So, are there any uh people who teach manifestation that you follow? that you would recommend yeah oh my god um this podcast by a guy called joseph rodriguez and he kind of goes through all of the different books and schools of thought on manifestation so he'll talk about like quantum jumping um he'll talk about like think and grow rich um you know general law of attraction stuff and it's generally to do with like entrepreneurship business and creativity Mm -hmm. But I I feel like with a lot of these types of things, if you have the right brain for it, you can pick out what is relevant to what you're doing in your life. If you're not particularly an entrepreneur, I still feel like you're going to pick up really useful stuff from him. Um, Because he, he really does talk about how entrepreneurship is about what you're doing is creating a value. You're creating a value and people are attracted to the value. Um, because you're putting your faith into the fact that people are attracted to the value um, you're creating. And I'm not talking about value like low price. I'm talking about like, are you creating something that's valuable to humankind that's actually going to be useful to other people? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really like personal. He talks about manifestation 
um, I think he's, he's really good. He focuses on the sort of like, I don't know, the manny, being manual, being hand, part of manifestation, where you're having to do things in order to move this energy in your life because that's all manifestation is it's a movement of energy you can't create energy from nothing you are not a god you are part of the god body but you are not a god <laughs> so what you're looking to do with manifestation is move that energy and jo joseph rodriguez i think he just has such direction in terms of how to do that how about you okay i'm gonna go and look him up um podcast yeah i love that yeah, 30 minute, 30 minute episodes, nice and short. That. Like, I just take them on my walks in the morning and I feel like, yeah, I can take the day. It's really good. I need some of that in my life, all right. Cheers, Rodriguez. Um, yeah. Well, I actually started, I think my manifestation journey started with, I think like all of us, probably The Secret. But then I did read Think and Grow yeah. Rich, which I think I should read again. Um, yeah. And Abraham Hicks. So I don't know if you know Abraham Hicks. Yeah. yeah so that so they or she esther hicks who channels abraham um i think was the first kind of yeah. and you have to think about when i'm talking about i'm talking about 15 plus years ago that i'm starting to look into this stuff youtube was much more youtube was great but it was much more limited than what it was now and they were one of the only yeah. kind of people on there talking about this stuff the way they talk about it is very very i think very interesting i think it actually speaks to a lot of people sometimes i in my older age, I'm finding it a little bit cheesy, but that doesn't take away from from the reality of what the message is. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. They yeah. have these really inter interesting concepts, like it's all about uh, being in a, a vortex or the vortex they call it, which I guess is the vortex of, of creation. Um, I don't want to go too deep into yeah. it because I feel like I'll butcher their teachings. Just go and find them. On YouTube. <laughs> um, but it, it's about it's that same kind of place. Um, where if you're kind of settled in the center of you, then you can essentially tune into the vibration that, that you want to tune into. Um, and I find that really, really interesting. Also that she's channeling this this information is is quite interesting to watch yeah. if you're if you're open to that kind of thing. Um, who else? There was someone else that I was thinking about before we started doing this and then my brain isn't letting me know who. <laughs> <laughs> Esther Hitch. <laughs> I did... I do kind of want to point as well to that sort of the calmness because Joseph Rodriguez talks all mm. the time about it's not about suppressing your emotions it's about in the moment like understanding what they're teaching you mm -hmm. feeling them experiencing as you feel so you have the space you have the mental freedom to be able to like be generally peaceful in your day-to-day -day and manifest from a place of peace mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's brilliant because yeah. I think a lot, you see a lot of teachers who will mistakenly say, oh, you know, you shouldn't be having these negative thoughts. And it's like, well, if someone does something to you at the time and you are feeling angry, you're allowed to feel angry, but it's also probably good to recognize that you are feeling angry, like observe the anger, like, oh, I am feeling angry. Um, because when you think I'm feeling angry, what you, you can start to do a line of inquiry with yourself, like what? Why is this making me feel angry? Oh, it's because I'm not, I'm not putting up a boundary safely and kindly mm -hmm. right now where I should. Like, actually, I would, I would not like you to talk to me like that. I need you to talk to me in a more cordial manner. Mm -hmm. Whatever, being able to de-escalate de in the situation. That's why you're feeling angry because you're, you're creating the war within yourself. Mm -hmm. One second. Yeah. So it's about going into yourself 
and feeling in the moment so you have this um this space clear because when you don't respectfully confront someone else you create a wall within yourself mm-hmm. and that messes up manifestation because if you're in this constantly like down mood it's a really difficult place to manifest from you can end up manifesting a lot of problems mm-hmm. with the positive thing you're trying to manifest and i've seen this happen with family members who have been like down in the dumps and something good has come their way but then it's come with like a, a million other bad things because not even because they're not just being specific because they're just they're just not in a great place yeah exactly and i think yeah so don't pressure yourself to be getting it and getting it right all the time Mm. um i think one one text that we haven't actually mentioned which i think is really important to mention is the um kybalion the kybalion how could we end this episode and not have spoken about the kybalion yeah we would have had to have recorded from scratch. We would have. We would have just <laughs> them in the bin. Um, and then from the Kabbalion, I would recommend actually to anyone who, if you're enjoying our podcast and you regularly listen and you're interested in these subjects, reading that book, it's very short. Like reading that book, I think would give you a really mm. great understanding of um, lots of the things that we talk about. Um, there's also another, where we're coming, where we're from. coming from. And um, mm. there's also another book, or set of books that I would also very much recommend. I haven't got through them all myself yet. I keep on kind of having to restart. They're very heavy, but very like information dense in the best possible way. They're called Reality Transurfing. I can't remember who it's by, Vladimir something. Mm. Reality Transurfing. And it's essentially like a deeper take or like a more kind of modern um, take on the Kybalion and the rules of the Kybalion and how to actually integrate those rules and use it. And they call it Reality Transurfing which again I think is an interesting because mm. it speaks of the of the connection you have with the realities that you're that you're living in and how to kind of have a, an aspect of control over that um mm. you know the Kybalion that's really good it, it, I've sent it, it to you babe I've sent it to you for sure oh, yeah. I constantly send yeah. Joe ebooks I'm just okay. like read this read this read this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There is, I think that's like a set of its books. It's that's a commitment that those ones. Yeah. Um, who is the Kybalion? It's all you know, and I think I think we've spoken about like the first law, <laughs> all is mind, and yeah. I feel like that is all is mental. Exactly, the a really important um, place to start with it. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, the Kybalion is basically the rules of the natural living world, the natural living human world and consciousness how we can tap into universal consciousness and understand these rules to manifest what we want to bring about and yeah one of the rules is all is mental everything starts in the mind which you know seemed like an airy fairy concept years ago but as we're starting to see we're starting to see science catch up you know when we're talking about fields of like neuroimmunoendocrinology when they're talking about the psycho neuroimmunoendocrinology when they're talking about how the mind can actually affect the body and manifest illness through the mind i think that's like a very scientific and real example of how the mind can actually cause um certain genes to trigger and bring about certain illnesses that you know you're already predisposed to but you weren't necessarily guaranteed to get unless this specific set of stresses 
came into play you know mm -hmm. i think i think yeah it's just it's it's so real guys it's just so real it really is <laughs> yes read that and get back to us <laughs> um, <laughs> i want to say your thing i think now is as good a time as any to maybe wrap yeah, up yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it when you say that definitely <laughs> You get to say it today. And I, I would like to put in a, a special, specially request today. If you haven't already reviewed the show, please, there's like a little star on Anchor and Spotify where you can click, please do five stars. That would be fabulous. Please, if you can, share this with people, like either on your WhatsApp, like personally, like two people, or put it on your Instagram and let the world know what we're talking about here mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily need to be for this episode it can be if it resonated with you we've also got episodes on um, womb magic on animal communication on conspiracy theory i think we we tend to talk a lot i mean you're already here with us <laughs> we talk a lot about different kinds of um, um topics within the general spirit spiritual sphere mm -hmm. and we're, we're looking to grow this community and you know we're incredibly grateful for having you here and if you can let everyone know how much you're enjoying this then that just helps all of us find the others just that little bit more exactly we are building the tribe so like jay said be in touch pass it on um and yeah just thank you so much for being here with us today dear listener Thank you, thank you, thank you, you beautiful, beautiful being of a lot of us. Take care. Take care. <laughs> Thanks.